Welcome to the Biz Bash podcast, where we make biz strategy a piece of cake. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Cammie, but you might know us better as Eliza and Calligraphy and Cammie Monet. We want to help you, our fellow stationers, artists, and calligraphers, confidently build a profitable and personality-driven creative biz. We're here to share our honest-to-goodness advice and actionable strategies for ambitious artists. So put on your party hat, quit being a procrastinator gator, and let's get this party started. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 34 of the Biz Bash podcast. Today is a very exciting week. It is basically Christmas week for us because the Stationer Summit doors are finally open. The content is live. You can log in right now if you registered and go watch all the amazing sessions from our incredible educators, all 18 of them. It is insane. It is madness. We are so excited. And if you haven't registered yet, you can still do that Doors close on the 20th. That is this Friday if you're listening to it this week. (laughs) Um, So you have one last chance to get in the door and enroll. Yes. And if you want to do that, just head over to stationersummit.com. That's where all the information is that you need. And if you are somebody who already registered previously and want to access the content, there's a handy dandy little login button up in the right hand corner of the website. And you should be able to click that. And hopefully, if the cookies have been tracking your browser correctly, you'll just be (laughs) automatically logged right in. Um, And you get access to all the sessions, which I just have like that meme in my head, Cammy from Emperor's New Groove. Have you seen that? The animated one? Uh, Yeah, it's literally one of my (laughs) all-time favorites. (laughs) It's like, it's my birthday. Give it to me. Like, (laughs) 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 that's just the best movie. (laughs) Uh, I texted... my family the other day because like I texted you too, Cammy, that I was so excited I got a gym membership. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> and I swear this ties back to Emperor's New Groove. But I got the gym membership and I got that the day Will started his first day at his new job. And my brother sent back the meme of uh Kronk going, Oh yeah, it's all coming together. Remember that part of the movie? <laughs> Spinach puffs. Everything about that movie, Rock, is just so freaking funny. I think we need to watch that next time we're together. I think that's a good idea. It's a classic and such an underrated Disney movie. It really is. It is. The history of it is so fascinating too. Like, there's a whole like secret documentary about it because it was supposed to be this big like musical production that was supposed to be like on par with Lion King. Um, and I can't remember. It was called like Valley of the Sun or something like that already. It had this like huge name. And when they did the test runs with the audience, people hated it. Like the ratings were super low. So they basically, I can't remember how long they had, six months to a year to like rewrite and redo everything. And that was the product of it was Emperor's New Groove, which is honestly one of the funniest Disney movies out there, I think, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad that it turned out that way. Like... (laughs) Thank you for this random fun fact knowledge that I had no idea about. Also, real quick, and then we'll get back on subject. Um, another underrated Disney movie is The Road to El Dorado. I think that's what it's called. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. I love Road that movie. Oh my gosh. That's such a good movie. The soundtrack is straight fire. I used to listen to that on my cassette tape player when I was little. Man, <laughs> just some bops on that soundtrack, y'all. But anyway, okay. So today... Obviously, you can go in and log in and watch all the sessions. Forget the podcast today. Just go watch those. But today, yeah. we're talking about um, cringeworthy mistakes that we've made as stationers because there's a lot. So we're just going to cover a few of the things that we've 
we've done and um, how the Station or Summit could help you with mistakes you might be making in your business and just kind of troubleshooting through some of these sad, not really failures, just like, oops, moments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we've definitely talked about some of our mistakes and failures in other episodes before. Um, but we were like, you know what, they deserve like their very own episode of us just like talking about these. And like Cammy said, then we can inform you guys too on like, how much the stationer summit would have helped us when we started out. So we wouldn't have looked like big dum-dums and like done all these things. <laughs> I know. Also, I just, I really like hearing other people's mistakes because it just kind of makes you realize, Oh, you know, it's not everyone's perfect. Cause I feel like social media makes us all look like we have it together and we totally don't. So <laughs> it's kind yeah. of fun to like, just talk about them and get them out there in the open too. So, yeah. Do you want to take it away? And yes. start us with yours? I will start with one of mine that was, Pretty recent, actually. <laughs> so um, I did my first letterpress suite about, I don't know, two months ago-ish. So I, think I, so, like, yeah. I know how to set up a letterpress file, you guys. Like I understand what to do, you know, like I know you got to vectorize it and all this stuff and all this crap. Um, and I've set up a lot of foil files before, but for some reason... This was just giving me a lot of trouble because when I'm usually setting up a letterpress file, I'm just doing like a design I've done to be, or um, not a letterpress, a foil file, a, a plate file. Okay, geez Louise. <laughs> I'm normally just doing like a design I've done and not like the text, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. So when I was doing it for this particular file, it needed to be all the text and font vectorize which would have made a lot more sense if I had just put it in Illustrator but I designed in Photoshop so then it became this whole like problem <laughs> and there was like little gray spots left on it and um, the letterpress company I was working with I was like hey I might need some hand holding this is like a really important suite I don't want to mess it up so just like let me know if you can offer any advice or insight on like how how do you guys prefer the files and she was just like okay great and that was literally like her response and I'm like okay that was not helpful <laughs> thank you <laughs> you guys I literally sent the file four or five different times because every time she'd be like um this is it we still are having problems with this you need to do this and I'm like oh yeah I'll just do that and then finally on the fourth try I was like listen can I just pay you guys to set this up for me? Cause I have no idea. I like clearly I'm not getting it, but then I finally got it. But you know what? Brit's session about how to prepare a letterpress <laughs> file. Y'all, I literally watched only like 10 minutes of it because I haven't had time to go watch everyone's videos yet all the way through. Um, but I just was like catching a few glimpses of it and literally like learned exactly what I needed to do within the first 10 minutes. And I was like, well, that would have saved uh, like an entire week of headache and just frustration and crying if I had just had this session right away. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. <laughs> I do want to say at Cammie's expense, she did send me that file at one point. I looked at it and I was like, what did you do? Like, <laughs> I was like, I literally don't understand like how this happened or what you've done. Cause you were talking about like those little like gray spots that were yeah. stuck back in. It was so uh -huh. strange. And you're right. It's because you're a Photoshop person and setting up letterpress 
plates and files, vectorizing things, outlining things is so much easier in Illustrator. Um, and you're right. Like if you'd been able to watch Brit's session, you literally would have been able to do pretty much like step by step to get it set up the way you wanted. Um, yeah. And like I got there. I got there. But the amount of steps I had to take in order to like rewire my brain to learn that and it literally took over a week and looking like an idiot and sending the wrong file four times. Like after I sent her the right one, finally, I sent this gift and it was like success victory and like this guy on top of a mountain she probably thought I was crazy (laughs) (laughs) and you guys like keep in mind too like Cammy and I have been doing this full-time three years that just happened to Cammy two months ago like (laughs) (laughs) so if you're someone who is contemplating whether or not to join the summit because you've been a stationary stationer for a couple of years like trust me there's still a lot of stuff that you could learn and I think all the educators are like equally as excited not only to like release their content but to view all the other educators content too like that's a big win oh yeah for sure and and the thing is you guys like I you know had all these resources available on google where I could just google how to set up a a, like a letterpress file or like vectorize fonts or whatever. Um, but having it stationary specific where this person like actually understands what it takes to set up this, like for an invitation, you know, it's not just for like some other, um, genre, I don't know what I'm saying, another industry or something. (laughs) Um, so it it was super specific and made it so easy because she totally gets it. Obviously it's what she does. She's like the best. So, um, yeah, that was awesome. Anyway, (laughs) Yeah, you're right, because there's a lot of information out there that it's like, you can figure out how to digitize lettering and and this or that, but are they using it for the same thing you are? Because a lot of times there's a big disconnect um, with those like type of free resources. It might, it might not speak to like your actual industry. Um, And the stationer summit obviously is for stationers by stationers. (laughs) And in Brit's session going with talking about it more, I just like was, it was just so cool to see her process the way she does like overlapping colors like I didn't even realize like this was a thing and I'm like oh my Atlanta I mean I just got so excited just watching I cannot wait to go back and watch it all the way through like oh my gosh some like big secrets like things that like those that overlapping color thing Cammy that you're talking about like yeah know that looking at her work on Instagram and she'll occasionally like drop a hint or talk about it or say like you know this is five colors but we overlapped you know this many to make it five and the fact that we're getting that insight from her like a lot of these sessions most of these sessions are worth like the 300 400 dollars on their own you know I would have easily paid that easily paid that for her session yeah yes um so it's pretty incredible deal guys um all right so I'm gonna go ahead and hop in share one of my cringeworthy mistakes I've talked about this one before so I won't talk about it like too long but I sent a save the date without enough postage because it was a square envelope and like the dum-dum that I was, this wasn't even that long ago, guys, which is like also embarrassing. <laughs> I guess it was like a little more than a year ago at this point. Um, fall of fall of 2017. So yeah. still, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that long ago. Um, feels very fresh because <laughs> I was so mortified. Um, and and the, and the most frustrating thing about it for me was when I took them into the post office, I just had your typical forever stamp on there. <laughs> and none of the postal workers said anything to me. I like stamped them and sent them on my happy little way. So I like guess I should have really been like, hey, do these have enough? So that's one lesson that I've learned, right? Is I like literally always ask very clearly. Like I normally take an invitation in without any postage on it. And I'm like, could you please tell me how much this will 
cost to spend. Like, I don't want to tell them like, oh, I put X amount on it. I want them to like literally tell me. Yeah. Um, so anyways, those went out the door. And then I think two days later, I was looking at something on Google. I'm not sure why or what I was doing. And I had the realization that square envelopes needed more. And I was like, oh, Lord almighty. Like, you've got to be joking me. I just sent a hundred... 20 or 30 of these things addressed in calligraphy, no less. Um, And yeah. And so at that point I had like two, two decisions or I had like a two way street, the fork in the road. What am I trying to say? (laughs) Um, You had two options. (laughs) I had two options. Thank you. And the first one was to like immediately contact my client to tell her what I had done to beg for forgiveness for to say, I will do them all over for you. Uh, write the second in a heartbeat or option two, bide my time. <laughs> See how many made it through. And if any came back to her, because as we all know, USPS is uh, arbitrary. I like to say it's like mm-hmm. always arbitrary. Like um, one person might think there's enough and another person might not. And here's the crazy thing. Sure enough, some of those save the dates. We're making it the next day to their locations with like not enough postage on them. And I'm like, how is this happening? So anyways, like some people got theirs, but of course she like started getting some back. And that's when I actually addressed the problem was when she reached out to me and she was like, Hey, I got this notice. There's not enough. My grandma had to pay 21 more cents. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the worst. Of course it would be her grandma. Um, (laughs) It's always a family member. (laughs) And I did them. I did them all over again. Um, every single almost every single one of them they tried to do some due diligence to see who had gotten them already yeah um but it it was a mess and i think in in two days i had readdressed all of them reprinted them all of all of this stuff so that being said postage is a huge like pain in the butt i think for everyone in the industry and Funnily enough, I am actually talking about postage in my session for Stationery Summit. I'm actually talking about sourcing and pricing vintage postage specifically, but there's still like a lot of wisdom in that session about how much you should be putting on envelopes. And I'm just going to put this out here, guys. I basically tell all my couples anymore, like, we're going to slap a dollar on these. Like, it doesn't really matter what we're doing. Like, wax seal, otherwise, like, we're going to be putting on at least a dollar, and I'll let you know if we need more. And that's kind of, like, where I set the standard now for my clients. Just um, cover, cover your butt, no matter what. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, unless it's just, like, literally, like, if it was a save-the-date A7 one card, of course, that's just fine with, like, your normal forever stamp. But when you're doing an invitation suite with all these cards, with ribbon, with envelope liners, with calligraphy, it's just like safer to put on more than to put on not enough. <laughs> it's true. And you can use more fun stamps. And I've, I watched Elizabeth's session. It's really good. Of course, she outlines everything perfectly and very clearly. You guys know how Elizabeth gets really detailed. So it's really easy to watch and you'll just have a great understanding about vintage posters because it gets a little tricky trying to figure out where you get it and how you like put it together to equal the amount, what amount you need. Like there's a lot that goes into it. And if you're just starting out, it's going to be, it's going to be super helpful for you. Like I know vintage postage at the beginning, I was just like having someone pick it out for me basically and curate it. 
But now I'm like kind of figured out how to do it on my own. So yes, and Cammie gave me some awesome resources for when she buys postage. And I share so many in my session of like all the places you can buy vintage postage or um, vintage includes like anything that's been discontinued by USPS. So like that love stamp from Rifle Paper Co. That's like vintage now, quote unquote, because it <laughs> no longer exists in circulation with USPS. So all the ways that you can like go about finding those bad boys and and getting them oh and, and she shows you how to do mock-ups too you guys so <laughs> oh, that's right I kind of threw that in at the end for fun yeah. I forgot that I, I had to I did record my session twice I think because the first time I just like didn't like it enough I have high standards y'all so. I, I did the same thing with mine <laughs> I was like this is not good I left out so many things <laughs> you're like, uh, freaking dang it and, I know yeah. I know and then I was like panicking because we might have a hurricane I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god but it turned out <laughs> fine it's fine you guys <laughs> okay so I'm gonna go on to another one of my cringeworthy mistakes um so this was when I first started my business. So this is, I think the second suite I had done. So the first one was like literally kind of a hot mess in terms of like my process. I mean, it worked out just fine, but like I I was realizing, you know, I'm going to have to streamline my creative process a ton just to like make this really easy and really high end for the client. Um, so my second one, I finally had Dubs Auto and I thought I was like being so fancy because like the lookbook I sent her, which I don't know why I called it a lookbook, but I was like, here's your lookbook. And I literally just like filled in some pictures. I was like, here's a venue illustration I've done. Here's a flower I've done. Here's a crest. These are some options you can choose from. And that was my lookbook, basically. <laughs> like, really? It would, be really funny. it would be really funny if you could go back and find that. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, I can go get it. It still has like the color palette um, and design aesthetic thing I did. But like, I didn't do a sketch or anything. I just had like those things. Oh, what? <laughs> and, oh, that's yeah. so funny. I think I did a sketch for her after that. Like, it was very confusing. And so I sent her, I was like, what do you like? She's like, well, we like all of them. You, we want you to like help us. And I was like, no, you pick. And like, it was just like very confusing because I didn't understand the process of what a custom stationer looked like and like how that worked and what their expectations were of me. And I didn't have the confidence to fully pitch an idea to a client. I was just expecting them to tell me what they wanted that I did it. And I thought mm-hmm. that's how this process worked. And it is totally not. And if you really want to be a high-end stationer working with these luxury clients, you are the idea generator. They're not going to come to you with, um, yeah, I want this here and this here. And then you just do it. Like you have to create the vision as well. And I think that was really tricky for me um, starting out, just understanding how to do that and gaining the confidence on how to present that to a client in a way that made sense. Um, And so I am talking about that in the stationer summit because it's something really near and dear to me of... Um, creating a lookbook for your client and a sketch that actually showcases their personality and showcases your vision in a way where you guys can easily say yes on the first go and not do this weird back and forth thing like I did on my second invitation suite where she was like, are you doing it? Am I doing it? What are you doing? (laughs) You come up with an idea. Um, So I'm explaining that whole process and like the thoughts that go into it in my session. And I really love my session. There's lots of cat pictures. It's really cute. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so if that's something that you struggle with on how to create an idea and how to present that idea to your client. Um, I hope you'll watch mine because I think you'll like it, you guys. <laughs> yeah. And there are other some other ladies that have yeah. sessions that will fit well with that too. Yeah, literally. Okay. So I would watch, we're going to have a passport that will show you the order on which you should watch the videos. Um, but Laura from Paper and Honey does an amazing, amazing job uh, in her session about how to tell your client's story. Like y'all, it is 
so good. Like she brought the fire. Okay. <laughs> like so you're, you're going to be so inspired and just like, dang, when you watch it. So hers is amazing on figuring out how to get those really unique and creative ideas and finding your own style and creating the couple style and then watch mine and then watch Victoria from design house of Moira's session where she's just kind of like laying down the law on how to pitch the ideas to clients and make sure that the proofing process goes really smoothly and seamlessly. Um, her session's really good too. So, oh my gosh, it's just all so good. <laughs> like, yeah. I think a lot of times when we're starting out, we don't know how much control we should be taking of the process. And all of these three sessions are really reassuring that as the expert, as the stationer and designer, we need to be the one heading up the process, right? And like bringing those amazing ideas to the client or like I always think of Idea Emporium. I love her business name because people literally go to her to create ideas for them which yeah. is like the coolest thing she's an idea generator and she makes she some is. of the coolest stuff if you guys have not checked out her account it's idea emporium and it's really fantastic work it's really incredible yeah she is like on another level of coming up with creative ideas but like honestly if you think of yourself as like an idea factory maybe you need that mindset shift to like understand what your clients are coming to you for so mm-hmm. yes exactly about. Mm-hmm. yeah a little random plug for her she's not teaching in the summit but I did want to bring her up because her stuff is <laughs> so cool <laughs> Are you ready to push the envelope in your stationary biz and finally get the answers you're looking for? We're bringing together industry leaders in one place with a virtual conference that anyone can attend. The Stationer Summit is an online game changer with session topics that are for stationers by stationers. And with 18 different educators, you can't afford to miss this. We've got the names you love. Swell Press, Design House Amora, Papel & Co, Design by Laney, and so many others. And you guys, they're here to bring you the answers you can't get anywhere else. It's time to break down the walls of the stationary industry and open the door for anyone and everyone. We believe there is room for all of us at the table and we're offering you a virtual seat. And of course, we'll be there too, talking about everyone's favorite topic, pricing. Here are the deets. Early bird registration takes place August 26th through 30th, and during this week, you can save $100 on your ticket. Official registration will open September 16th through 20th, and the full price is $397. Even at full price, this is an absolute steal. Get on the waiting list today at stationersummit.com. All right, moving on to my next one is I wrote down trying to print a save the date from home on my own. Um, And it it wouldn't necessarily be like super cringeworthy, but I do consider it a mistake in my business and a big learning lesson for me because as soon as I did that, and guys, there were like not even more than 100 of them. I think there were like 80 and I was like, I want to die. I am forever outsourcing printing from this point on. But I could have saved myself like, hours of work if somebody had kind of mentioned beforehand like hey it really is more profitable like cost-wise this or that to just outsource it instead of trying to do it yourself um and cammy has said this before are you a designer and a stationer or are you a printer because there's a difference um so anyhow I really love Taryn's session. Um, She talks about how there's like no one-stop shop for getting a suite produced. And she goes through all sorts of things. And quite a few ladies actually are including like extra PDFs and 
um, information about like where they get certain things, which is super cool. Um, and so you guys will hopefully have that as a resource that if you did want to outsource your printing or your work to someone else, you could make that choice to do it. Uh, Cause that is what Kami and I recommend. We get asked this a lot guys. Like we get asked a lot, like, should I buy a printer and do it from home or should I outsource it? And 95% of the time we've said this before, the answer is outsource it. We like only yeah. print envelopes in house. Yes. Um, and along that same vein too, like my, one of my mistakes was underestimate the time and effort it took for working with handmade paper when I tried to print an entire suite at home. <laughs> Actually, it was oh, this, the same suite where I sent the weird lookbook and that was on handmade paper. Um, and oh my Lord, I just remember like we were about to leave um, to go on vacation and I was like printing up until the very last minute to like mail it out before we left to her. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, I didn't have any extras because I had like gone through, I mean, I ordered a ton of extras, but I kept like going through so many, just, you know, you know how it is with handmade paper. It sucks. Yeah. And literally right, you like, ruined most of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The minute before, like had to send it off and like before we left out the door and oh my gosh, if I had just understood a little bit more about how the settings of my printer and just outsourcing in general, but Shasta from Shasta Bell Calligraphy is talking all about um, working with handmade paper and y'all, she is like the queen of handmade paper. And if anyone is going to convince you that you should do it, it's her, but it's not me, but <laughs> um, you should definitely check out her session if you are interested in adding in handmade paper. And she goes through the process of using it, how to present it to your clients, all different kinds of stuff. It's amazing. So that would have been very helpful because I probably would have decided, yeah, it's not for me. But <laughs> yeah, I think Kami and I have basically cut him in paper out of our business model entirely because we were like, this just isn't the right fit for the direction we want to take our invitation suites. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and our style, like that beautiful, just like super um, like old world, very romantic kind of vibe is not like my stuff doesn't need the handmade paper to, to have that. But with her like beautiful, like, foil calligraphy in that oh my gosh it is so dreamy <laughs> like I yeah. love I love that look I cannot produce that look as much as I want to I just can't and I never will be able to but Shasta will show you how to if that's what you want to do <laughs> with your um stationary business yeah exactly um all right move into your next one. <laughs> oh, my next one okay so um this one is about pricing because we all know pricing is everyone's biggest enemy and monster under the bed. So obviously my first suite, I priced um, a lot lower than what I do now because I, one, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So I didn't think I could get a higher price. And two, um, because I just didn't have any clue um, what to price it. So my first suite was like $500 for a three-piece invitation suite. And uh, I think I charged the exact amount for the cost materials. It was like $16 or something like that um, oh my so, God. I know I know I mean oh, I learned so much in that first week though y'all I'll tell you what like that really helped a ton but um so Elizabeth and I since we obviously are really passionate about um you guys charging your worth and understanding what your worth is and that the fact that you are um, a creative and you do have a hidden talent well maybe not hidden but a talent that you're not charging for charging enough for um so we're talking about how to be profitable and pricing your work for profit and not just for pay and what that looks like with our five P's of pricing. So if you want to check that out, we go really in depth about all different kinds of parts of the process um, that goes into creating the price. And it's not about an hourly rate, you guys. Um, and then how to present that price to your client where um, they're going to just 
totally get it and understand the value and all the um, basically all the back end work that goes into creating a price for yourself that's actually going to, you know, keep you sustainable in the long run and not just losing money. <laughs> yep. I mean, my first invitation suite was probably $400 and that like included envelope addressing. So oh my Lanta. made no money. Yeah, that girl is me. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I think at that time, I, I actually still might have been working full time. Um, so I, I might not have cared enough at that point, or I just like really wanted the client to get my, you know, dip my toes in the water, get my foot in the door, whatever you want to say. But mm-hmm. there is a time and a place. I think, like you said, you were like, I charged low that one, but I learned a lot. Um, and so I think that is everybody at some point, you know, like where you're like, I'm just trying to like learn. But guys, once you do that one suite, the one like super cheap one and you realize your worth, we are ready and we're here to get you on track with our honest conversation about pricing. So if you're hopping around our episode for any reason and you're a little lost, we're talking about the sessions at stationersummit.com. So make sure you head over to Station Our Summit this week to get registered because doors close this Friday. So like forever. Deadline. (laughs) Also, our pricing session is an hour and a half long. Like we really like talked for a really long time on that one. There's a lot. Um, long. <laughs> yeah, you're going to definitely want to take notes. Actually, you know, we made a little PDF of notes for you guys. So I think it's like 11 pages or something. Oh I, don't my know. God. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> so um, there's a lot in that. Um, it's going to be really good. And along the same vein as um, finding pricing for your worth is finding clients who are willing to pay that price. And um, Holly's session and Sierra's session. Um, so Holly's teaching about no, or she's teaching about um what, what's the word here that I'm looking for? What's her, what's her uh, network? network? Networking. Okay. Networking on the move. And if you move your business, how to actually um, find clients through networking. But even if you're not moving, it's still a super helpful session. And Holly is like a goldmine information. And she's seriously so smart, you guys. Go look at her blog post, Holly from Stablewood Paper Co. She's amazing. So her session is going to be really great for finding clients who are um, willing to pay those prices. And Sierra from Sierra Claire Fine Art is also talking about um, having a marketing strategy that's not just like putting ads in the knot and things like that. And she's incredible and a, such a great teacher as well. So both those sessions, those ladies are, they are fire. <laughs> yes, it is so true. Like they really are. And I was absolutely blown away by Holly's too, because I I was thinking the same thing to myself. I was like, well, even though I haven't moved recently, like this session is still entirely applicable to me. Like I can be using these strategies to like make myself better known in the local market and to expand, you know, like my reach here. So yeah, I really liked hers a lot. That was one that I I have gotten all the way through. I've watched like definitely tidbits of all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because it's just like really exciting and fun. Um, Okay. So... I had one that I wrote down that I think I'm going to like skip. It was about like bad communication with a printing company. And sometimes things just happen with vendors and they go poorly and I don't work with them anymore. So there's no need to talk about that. <laughs> and, they're can- and they're canceled. <laughs> canceled. Um, let's see. Oh, taking on client work that I knew I didn't want, but I did it anyway, because I'll just do it one more time, quote unquote, <laughs> or this is my last time. Oh Guys, I'll keep it simple. When your gut feeling is no, just don't do it. And I think I, I don't know if that was 
stationary. I think that might have been like a logo design, actually. But still, the same thing like applies that if someone came forward um, and asked me about some stationary design, like super, super heavy in watercolor details, I'd probably be like, you know, this is not the right thing for me. Here are like three people, Cami included, (laughs) that like do really great watercolor invitations. So it's all about knowing what you do and do not want to take. And I wish that at that point in my business, when I did say yes to that, that I had a better grip on that. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, and you know whose session I think really ties in well to that mindset is Nats, which is an intentional approach to stationary clients and positivity in your business. And her session, first of all, it is beautiful. Like it is literally exactly what you expect from Nat from Papel and Co. Like so yes. beautiful, and you're like, like I almost cried watching. I was like, oh my god, this is like so wonderful like you just feel it's like it's like relaxing like I feel like I just had like a like a little cup of tea in a spa day after I watched it um but it just kind of like just gets you like really motivated to find the joy in your business and understand where that joy comes from and like not doing the things that you don't enjoy doing and it's just it's such a great session y'all I mean that's why we're starting um it is the number one thing the first thing to watch That's what I was going to say too. Um, Yeah, when Cammie and I kind of put together like the little student passport, which you guys, you can watch the sessions in whatever order you want, but there's 18 of them and we knew people would want like a suggestion for how to watch them. We were like, it makes sense to have Nats be basically the like lead off hitter or whatever we can knock it out of the park <laughs> so she is the kickoff to everything and then it kind of gets into the nitty-gritty so everything kind of stems from um the creative process to marketing to um past like the bigger pot thinking bigger for your future which is all about like creating a semi-custom suite with Jessica of Impress Stationery and going to NSS and maybe expanding into the greeting card space, which NSS is the National Stationery Show, um, and looking to other ways um, to use your stationery business um, and not just in wedding invitations. So it's pretty cool. Um, Let's see. Let's talk about some other sessions. Even I think we are we good on our mistakes or cringeworthy mistakes. Um, well, I mean, I had a couple, well, I had a couple other ones, but it already kind of ties into what we talked about, like not charging enough for envelope addressing, but I specifically (laughs) wanted to mention envelope addressing, which I charged $1 for each envelope the first time. And it was kind of a huge disaster. Um, and Alex, the Prairie Letter Shop, her whole entire session is best practices for envelope addressing. And she also covers like pricing in that briefly of how much you should be charging for it to basically make sense for your business. Um, so that's definitely one that I thoroughly enjoyed watching through because I got a whole like new perspective, even though I've been a calligrapher and doing this for years, like she had so much good insight to share. Oh yeah. And she has a little, um, a PDF to envelope addressing resources, just like links galore of all these places to like learn more about it. Um, she's, she's just such a good teacher. She really is. She has such a heart for it too. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, her session's awesome. I I haven't watched it all the way through. I've only watched like 10 minutes of that one. Like I said, Mm -hmm. we've watched like 10 minutes of all of them, (laughs) but working through all of them for sure. Oh, we'll have a little schedule too on the passport. If you're also scatterbrained like us, um, how you can watch them and get them done in six weeks and earn your honorary masters and stationery <laughs> yeah basically there's since there's 18 if you watch three a week you're done with them all in six weeks so like don't feel like you have to crush them all in the first week like you have lifetime access to this content so give yourself some time and some space because you're going to want to be able to like sit down and take notes for these 
Um, yeah, for sure. I yeah. um, I know I started watching Carly's of CZ Invitations, her Pinterest for stationer session, and I watched halfway through and I was like, I need to like get a notepad because there's a lot of info. So I'm like, I'm going to start this all over again because there's so much good info. And I'm like, Pinterest is something I really want to grow. I really focus on Instagram, but Pinterest would obviously be super helpful. And Carly's kind of the queen of Pinterest and Etsy also. So she does a lot of yeah. Etsy stuff too. Especially um, with your products, Cami. Like those do so well on Pinterest. It's like not even funny. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just starting to kind of realize the power of Pinterest just with like the few pens I've done of some watercolor maps, just getting a lot more inquiries from that. And I'm like, okay, then I really need to make this more of a focus with putting Im- images up there. Like it makes so much sense. And Carly like really breaks it down on how to get the best um, ROI and how to, you know, get your pens found and she's she's good i gotta say her boards are really pretty too she did like a really good job of organization i was like i need this in my life mine is a hot mess like please help i me. actually like i've watched hers all the way through and i already used some of that information to do some stuff on pinterest like just being totally honest like it inspired me so much that i like sat down right after i watched it and made like five or six pins and like put them up on pinterest <laughs> That is awesome. Oh my gosh. And another session that I know I'm going to be taking like a crap load of notes on um, because we all know that our dearly beloved um, Simply Jessica Marie, <laughs> she always has so much to say and so much good info. And her session, licensing art, your artwork to other stationers, um, pricing and process. So if you're like me, where you just kind of want to create the artwork and not have to worry about, you know, getting all the files set up correctly and stuff, you can just paint and send it off to another stationer to deal with the rest of the mess. Like, honestly, that's something I am really, really interested in learning more about. And I've kind of dipped my toes in this year with doing um, more licensing for other stationers. But I know she's been doing... So that's basically her business model now. And I am very interested in learning more about what she has to say on it with the pricing and process. Because she she just does things so well. Like she has such like a level of excellence to everything she does. So I'm, I'm very excited to watch that one all the way through. <laughs> yeah. Her stuff is incredible incredible and just like so methodical it's really yeah, amazing. she is she is so good i'm like god i just need to be organized like her and, like- <laughs> and she's another person who is doing courses and a lot of stuff outside the summit and has been doing it for years and for her to contribute this to the stationer summit at the value and like what we're charging for the summit is a incredible because like one of her courses alone is like 397 maybe like 400 dollars um yeah. so yeah that's pretty crazy guys like you're not gonna have the chance like ever again to have all of these people in one place like this for this price so <laughs> exactly keep that in mind <laughs> same with laney um so designed by laney is she is teaching a session on um, transitioning from being a calligrapher to a stationer, which I know so many of you guys out there are calligraphers and listening and trying to figure out how to kind of shift your business and pivot into the stationary industry. And Lainey brings it, she brings it and she has a little PDF download. She's got like a free giveaway for students of the summit. She's got a lot going on. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. she, I mean, you know, Lainey's always like everyone's favorite educator. She does so much and is so helpful with all of her free resources and paid resources. She just like turns those things out. So I'm really excited to have her on board too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. I think I kind of covered mine. Oh, I actually did write one more. 
because you already talked about like proofs and lookbooks a little bit, but I re- I wrote down that, that I sent too many ideas to a client and let them choose from a bunch when it's smarter to present just one and go from there. And so I just want to reiterate again that the strategy between Cammie's session, Laura's and Victoria's covers that expertly. It covers it so well. And if I had had that info from the beginning, I wouldn't have been sending like five sketches to my client and asking them to like pick their favorite. That's like way too overwhelming. Like, I don't even really know why I thought that was a good idea. Because I think you assume that like, more is better, like it's a better value. But really, it's a better value when you are taking the time to like, narrow it down and produce like one beautiful, perfect thing for the client. So Exactly. Um, That's true. We always get that more is better. And you're like, but this is providing more value. No, you're just creating confusion and overwhelm for your client. And we'll talk so much about that. And well, my session and Laura and Victoria's all talk about it. So they have three different perspectives kind of covering one of the same principles. And it's really interesting that we both are all three of us all talked about that. So mm-hmm. but, the, um, but the sessions are still all very different, too. I just oh, yeah. Out there. oh, yeah, they're super different. It's just I think it's funny, like this one thing that like, we all kind of think might be better. But then we're all, once you realize it, like we all three talked about that. And we didn't have like plans of like, <laughs> mentioning the same right? Thing. Yeah. So it's just it's just funny that that um, principle comes up in all three of those things. Because so. mm-hmm. guess what happens, guys, when you give them that many options? They always pick the worst one. That is how life works. They always pick (laughs) the ugliest one. They always pick the one you hate. So it's like create something beautiful that you love and your client will love too. So I think that kind of like wraps up my cringeworthy mistakes. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think that wraps up mine as well. I mean, there's all kinds of other mistakes, but we could save those for another time. So those are some good ones for today. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds perfect. All right, guys, if you want to get signed up for the summit, make sure to head to stationersummit.com to get your booty signed up. Um, Because like I said before, and Cammie and I have been saying this multiple times, like once the doors close, they are closed. Um, This is the time to get in and to get access to this information and to have it for your life. (laughs) Yeah, like literally, I cannot stress this enough, you guys, because I see so many of y'all just like kind of sitting on the fence and be like, do I really need this? I don't really know if I need this. And I'm going to just tell you right now, you freaking need it. Okay, like, and if you don't need it, you're gonna need at least one of the sessions on there. And literally, this is the only time you're gonna be able to get it. It is going to be gone forever like if you're not in you are not in you know what I mean like we're not gonna like open it back up and be like oh you can join anytime you want like no that's not how this is gonna work so it closes so make the decision invest in yourself and try to get in before Friday otherwise it's gonna be very sad very sad times for you. <laughs> yep. So sad. And you can always email us questions at hello at stationersummit.com because we're more than happy to help you figure out if it is the right thing for you. Um, yes. Anyways, that oh, being said. Oh, one more thing. I forgot okay. to mention you guys. Um, we also have live Q&As with the educators that you're only going to be able to access if you are a student. So that's just a little bonus that you get to actually um, hop on live with some of the educators and ask them your questions in person. Sort of. Right. Because <laughs> as if all of these like hour long sessions, all 18 of them like aren't good enough. Like we are also giving you Q&As with these people. <laughs> yes. Because we know Most y'all love, love Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. These um, that our educators are willing to give you guys even more of their time and help you even help you out even more. I just they are so giving and like really want to share with you their expertise and 
yeah. So having them um, there to be able to ask the questions, like maybe you watch their session and you just want some clarity on something or you have further questions about something they mentioned, you can totally ask them that in the live Q&A. And um, the, the replays on that will also be available for all the students as well. So another little extra bonus to get in on. Yeah, I guess we'll have like a page dedicated to like the replays mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sounds perfect. All right, y'all. We will catch you on the flippity flip and hopefully we will see you over at stationersummit.com. Hop to kangaroo. Bye.